Welcome to an enlightening podcast from IslamPodcasts.com. We encourage our listeners to please comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please remind your family and friends to also visit IslamPodcasts.com for engaging discussions on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, Sirah, and much more. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, and Sirah are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe, share, and tell a friend about islampodcasts.com as well as rate, review of iTunes. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Inshallah, we will continue our tafsir series tonight. Tonight we will do Surah Al-Layl. Uh, we have done... Uh, Surah Al-Layl is Surah number 9 in terms of uh, revelation, in the order of revelation. Uh, we have done so far in order, just for uh, your record and for the record. We did Surah Al-Alaq, which is Surah number 1. Then we did Surah Al-Muddathir. Then Surah Al-Noon Wal-Qalam Wa Ma'isturun. Surah Al-Muzzammil, then we did Surah Al-Fatiha, Surah Al-Masad, number 6, then we did Surah Al-Takweer, number 7, and last time we finished Surah Al-A'la. Tonight we'll do Surah Al-Layl, inshallah, and as you are aware, we are doing the tafsir in the order of revelation. And we mentioned why we are doing it in the order of revelation, is because we need to trace and to start to see how this Quran and this Islam built a new society, built a new, uh, a new way of life. And the Quran was guiding the Prophet ﷺ and was guiding the Muslims, the new Muslims, step by step, day by day, by the revelation from Allah Azzawajal. So we need to look at this issue and understand the Quran from this perspective. And that will give us uh, a sense of methodology, a sense of strategy, how this Islam can can be revived again, how can the people uh, detect a methodology of the Prophet ﷺ through the Qur'an. So Surah Al-Layl, as I said, comes at the time when Islam was still young. The number of people who have accepted Islam are still few. The uh, people who are rejecting Islam and standing against Muhammad ﷺ and against the Sahaba were still powerful, they still have the power, and the Muslims who accepted Islam, they were uh, already under the pressure of the Jahiliya society, under the pressure of Umayyah bin Khalaf, of Abu Jahl, of Abu Sufyan, and the rest, so that they will, they will deter them from accepting Islam. And this surah, Surah Al-Layl, uh, depicts or, or uh, uh, talks about one particular incident and gives us a glimpse of what was happening in the society of Mecca already then. It talks about a story of Bilal radiallahu Now Bilal, we know in the, in the history from the seerah of the Prophet وسلم, and we know from the uh, history of Islam that Bilal was one of the first people who accepted Islam. And at the time when he accepted Islam, he was still the slave of Umayyah ibn Khalaf. So he was still under the, uh, under the uh, mastership, if you will, of this man called Umayyah. And Umayyah happened to be just like Al-Walid bin al-Mughira and just like Abu Jahl, one of those elites who uh, 
who took it on their shoulder, took a responsibility to stand against Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So Umayyah bin Khalaf, seeing that one of his own households, if you will, because they call them a household, a slave that belongs to him, now he turns against the religion or the beliefs of the idols that Umayyah bin Khalaf was worshipping and accepts Islam. So Umayyah takes Bilal, and not only Umayyah, because there's the, the, uh, the seerah now narrates that there was a time when the uh, kuffar of Mecca, they started seeing Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, people following him and accepting Islam, and he's not stopping this dawah. So they thought, let's try to stop them by force. Let's try to stop them by force. And we talked about the issue in Surah Ibn Al-Alaq when Abu Jahl, he decided that he will prevent Muhammad, peace be upon him, from speaking the Quran or reading the Quran loud in the streets of Mecca. Uh, and where the Quran was revealed, the human can indeed be a tyrant when he thinks that he is powerful enough to go against whomever he wants to go against. So that we, we know, and we know also that Al-Walid bin Al-Muhira, when he uh, vowed among the other people that he is going to talk to all the Arabs around Mecca and within Mecca, that this man, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, is crazy, he is insane, he is magician, he is not truthful, he is not saying anything that makes sense. So he wanted to stop the, the rise of Islam through his way. And then, of course, this comes, everybody uh, uh, would take their slaves or the people who are under their control and torture them and punish them and even kill them. Because we know the story of Sumayya and Yasser, the parents of Ammar bin Yasser, they were killed. They were killed by Abu Jahl and by some others of the kuffar. Now, Bilal was being tortured by Umayyah bin Khalaf. And while he was being tortured and dragged to the desert, and we know the story, Umayyah bin Khalaf will take Bilal in the heat of the day, and he strips him out of his clothes, and he starts beating him on the sands, on the hot sands of, the, uh, of Mecca. And then at some point, he will bring a very heavy rock and put it on his chest, and he starts beating him. And the only thing that Bilal would say, Ahadun Ahad, and the Prophet would pass by Bilal and would say, Ahadun Tunjika Ya Bilal. Ahad means one one. Allah is one one. And the Prophet is saying to Bilal, Ahad, which means Allah the Ahad, Allah the one, Allah the unique, Allah the only one, will save you, Ya Bilal. Allah is enough for you. Hasbuka Al Ahad Ya Bilal. Ahad Yunjika Ya Bilal. And then the Prophet complains to Abu Bakr. He tells Abu Bakr, Ya Abu Bakr, Inna Bilalan yata'adhab. Oh Abu Bakr, Bilal is suffering. Bilal is going through lots of pain. Now he did not tell Abu Bakr what to do. He did not tell Abu Bakr specifically, go and try to save Bilal. Now Abu Bakr, he takes the hint. He goes home. He gets some gold. They say about a few pounds of, uh, of gold. Jazakallah khair. He takes, brings some gold and he goes to Umayyah. And he says, Umayyah, in fact, uh, uh, more so, Abu Bakr comes to Umayyah bin Khalaf before even he, uh, he attempts to buy him. He says, Ya Umayyah, you cannot, you cannot enslave people and force them to reverse their religion. And what you are doing is wrong and Allah will punish you. So Abu Bakr was telling Umayyah that this is what you are doing is wrong, is not acceptable, and you have to stop that. So 
Umayyah ibn Khalaf tells Abu Bakr, this man, he reversed his deen, his religion, and he went against me. Instead of obeying me, now he is obeying your God. So you spoiled him. He said, you and your companion, you and your sahib, anta wa sahibuka, afsattu ma alayya abdi. You and your companion, telling about Abu Bakr and Muhammad, you spoiled my slave for me. So if you are so uh, uh, keen about him, you are very much concerned, why don't you buy him? So Abu Bakr had already made the plan to buy him. So he brings the gold and he says, this is how much he cost, give me Bilal. So he takes Bilal and he buys him, he frees him from Umayyah. Now when he buys him, this is how it goes. If I buy a slave from someone, then he becomes my slave. So literally Bilal was transferred from Abu Umayyah bin Khalaf to Abu Bakr, from being his master Umayyah to his master being Abu Bakr. So now Bilal asked Abu Bakr, he asked him, why did you do that? Have you done this? I mean, you freed me from Umayyah for yourself or for something that you want me for or for Allah Azza wa Jal? Abu Bakr says, of course, for Allah. Then Bilal says, then let me do, let me do whatever Allah Azza wa Jal will be pleased with. Means allow me to propagate Islam, allow me to be free so I can convey Islam. Then Abu Bakr says, you are free for the cause of Allah Azza wa Jal. fi sabilillah. I let you go for the cause of Allah Azza wa Jal. That's the environment. In this environment, the surah is revealed. So this surah is revealed and the last part of the surah talks about that. The last part of the surah, uh, this is the, the style of the Quran. Okay, he is, there is an occasion, there is something happening. The Quran does not reveal a surah only specifically for Abu Bakr and Bilal, but reveals the surah and within the surah, the last part of the surah talks about uh, about Abu Bakr where he says ماله يتزكى, with the one who has given his money for the sake of Allah جل, to purify himself for the sake of Allah will be tilted away from Jahannam he will not be touched by Jahannam يجنبها, which means he will be pushed aside from Jahannam means he will go to, uh, to Jannah. This person does not do anything because he owes somebody a favor. He is doing it only for the sake of Allah. Only for the cause and for the sake of Allah Azza wa Jalla. And he will be indeed be pleased. Allah will please him for whatever he has done. So this is the end of the surah. So Allah Azza wa Jal left this issue of Abu Bakr and Bilal and this, this notion of a struggle, if you will, to the end of the surah. Now, having said that, we, let's remember until now, until this moment, until this moment of the surah is, uh, that was revealed, Allah Azza wa Jal had revealed the other surahs which had set the stage. So we already know that there is a new messenger, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, there is a new message, and there are a few people who are following him, like Bilal, the slave, in fact, and some, uh, some oppressed people, women, older people, but not the strong, the elite ones. And on the other side, we have Abu Jahl, we have Al-Walid bin Mughira, we have Umayyah bin Khalaf, we have Al-Akhnas bin Shuraib, we have those powerful people who are standing against Islam, Al-Mukadhibin. And at the same time, Allah Azza wa Jal had 
mentioned several times in Surah Al-Muddathar, in Surah Al-Qalam, in Surah Al-Muzammil, that I will take care of these. Let me deal with those deniers, those rejecters of Islam. Let me deal with the one who denies this hadith. Let me deal with the one who is the, thinks of himself he is powerful because he has lots of money, lots of power about Al-Walid bin Al-Mughira. So that's a part of the stage. And the struggle already started happening based on issues. The Surah At-Takwir that we, we, uh, we gone through, uh, the Surah not right before this one, but the one earlier, Surah At-Takwir where Allah Azza wa Jal touched on the issue Al-Mawuda, how the illness of the society. The society is not only standing up for kufr and shirk, but the society has its own illnesses. It, is, it has its own troubles and the problems. So started pointing at issues. So there is an issue here that al-maw'uda. So we already know that the struggle has begun. The struggle between two beliefs. On one side, at-tawheed, la ilaha illallah, Muhammad Rasulullah. On the other side, this uh, 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 shirk or believing in multi-gods, in the idols and nonsense at all. And on, the, on one side also, there is the Prophet وسلم, and some believers who are weak. On the other side, there are the disbelievers who are strong. So that is the situation in, 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 in Mecca. And Allah had already given also the basis of the foundations that what is it that Islam is calling for. What is it that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is calling for? It's Allah azza wa jal, Rabbul alameen. It's Allah azza wa jal, Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim. This is in Surah Al-Fatiha. It's Allah azza wa jal, Maliki Yawm al-Din. It's Allah azza wa jal, Al-Ladhi khalaqa al-Insana min alaq, the creator. It's Allah azza wa jal, Al-A'la. Rabbuka Al-A'la, like in the previous surah. Sabbih isma Rabbika Al-A'la. It's Allah azza wa jal, Al-Akram. Wa Rabbuka Al-Akram. Like in Surah Al-Alaq. So Allah Azza wa Jal has put all of these foundations down so we have enough ammunition. So the Muslims have enough ammunition. Oh, our Rabb is Al-A'la. Our Rabb is Rabb Al-Alameen. Our Rabb is Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim. Our Rabb is Maliki Yawm al Our Rabb is the powerful. Our Rabb is the great. You have nothing. Our Rabb is Al-A'la, the highest, absolutely. Your gods are absolutely down and low. So there is no comparison here. So the Muslims have what it takes to go. As far as their momentum, they have enough strength, enough power. Here comes this surah now, the new surah, وَاللَّيْلِ إِذَا يَغْشَى And let me read this, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. وَاللَّيْلِ إِذَا يَغْشَى وَالنَّهَارِ إِذَا تَجَلَّى The first surah of its kind, yet until now that Allah Azza wa Jal begins with this oath, the qasam. In the later on, we will see lots of these surahs like, وَالنَّجْمِ I swear by a najm. Washamsi, I swear by the shams, by the, the sun. Walfajri, uh, I swear by the dawn. Later on. But this is the first time Allah Azza wa brings this issue that He is swearing by something of His creation. Wallayli ida yagsha. I swear by the night when the night takes over. Wannahari ida tajalla. And by the daytime, when the daytime comes out bright with all the light. Tajalla means. It comes out so obvious, so bright, so clean, so lightful, so colorful. This is the two contrasting views. And the night on one hand, the night yagsha, and yagsha, a layl means the night. And the wow, wa means I swear by, I swear by the night. Yagsha, from the word comes ghisha. Ghisha is ghita, is the cover. So as if 
the night is covering something. When the night covers everything in front of you, so you no longer can see. In the previous surah, in surah At-Takwir, and this is the beauty of the Quran, how Allah brings these issues of his creation. He talks about them as if they are like the animation. Like they talk, they breathe, they do things. Remember in surah, when the night starts moving, crawling a little bit so that it takes over. When the the morning breathes, starts breathing as if the night and the day are humans, are living beings that they breathe and they walk and they talk. This is the beauty and the power of the Quran that talks about all of these issues and, and, and strikes the mentality and the minds of the people of Mecca, the people of Quraysh, so they cannot stand in front of this Quran. They cannot say anything that this Quran is anything but the word of Allah Azza wa Jal. Here he says, وَاللَّيْلِ إِذَا يَغْشَى I swear by the night when the night takes over. I swear by the night when the night provides a cover for all the universe so you can no longer see anything. It's absolutely dark. This is how it is. And I swear by Al-Nahar, the daytime when the daytime comes in. What is the, the essence and the meaning and the, and the implication of this? For me, if I was one of those Muslims and companions at the time of Muhammad wasallam, if I was in the footsteps of Bilal, if I was Suhaib al-Rumi, if I was Sumayya, if I was Ammar, if I was Yasir, when here Allah talks about al-layl and al-nahar, the night and the day, as he talks later on in the next surah about al-fajr, when the fajr, the dawn, comes after long nights. Here, the first implication, the first implication that, oh, no matter how long this night will be, no matter how much darkness this night will bring, there will always be a day that will follow that. It's an indication, it's a hint to the Muslims, to the Sahaba, that this long night that they live in will not last. That the daylight will come out. And the day or the light and the darkness in the Quran is used very frequently to indicate that the darkness is something bad for the shaitan, for the evil, for the darkness of the kufr. And the light is something for Allah Azza wa Jal. In many places where Allah Azza wa Jal, Allah Allah is the protector and the ally of the people who believe in Allah Azza wa Jal. He delivers them, he takes them out of the darknesses and puts them in the light. This is something is repeated in the Quran in several several places. In another place, Allah Azza wa Jal talks about Himself. Allah is the light of the entire universe, as samawat the heavens and the earth. Here, Allah Azza wa Jal is giving this hint, a first hint to the believers that Allah, as He told them previously, "Zarni, let me deal with this. I'm not going to let you alone. I'm not going to let you down." I'm standing behind you. As he told Musa alayhi salam in, in, uh, in Surah Taha, uh, I am with you, I listen and I hear, and I'm not going to allow Fir'aun the Fir'a to come and take advantage of your weakness. So Allah Azza wa Jal is standing behind the believers, and here in this Surah, right at the beginning of the Surah, for the first time here, the Muslims will breathe, will, 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 will realize, oh, the light will be coming, the day will be coming, the night will be over. So this torture of Bilal will no longer prevail, 
will no longer be the case in Mecca. There will be something different. And those who are being tortured in the streets of Mecca, the day will come when all of this will be reversed. So this is the reverse between the night and the day. It's a notion always. We use it in our metaphor, in our literature, in our talks. Everybody does that. And Allah Azza wa used it as, as a line in this, in, as this ayat in the Quran. So the people will take note. This is number one implication. If I, am, if I was among those who were oppressed, those, those are weak, those are tortured. If I was hiding out in Mecca because of all of these tr- uh, trouble things, when this surah comes in, that will give me the comfort. That will let me know the day, the night will not last. Allah Azza wa Jal will change the situations. It's about the change. The layl is not, will not persist. The nahar, the daytime will come. This is one. The second thing, it is an indication when Allah Azza wa Jal swears by some of his creation, he is drawing his, the attention of the people to this change, to this motion, if you will, of the universe. This universe, this count that we live in, is not steady state, it's not stable. There is, uh, it's not static. It is dynamic, it's moving. There is a movement. And the night does not last for, 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 forever, and the day does not last forever. There is this change between night and day, day and night. When he draws your attention to this, that means it's a sign of the creation. When Allah Azza wa Jal is making, I swear by the night when it takes over, and I swear by the day when it comes and brightens things up, that means this circulation between night and day has, it is, uh, 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 it's in its implication to the mind of those who reject the fact that Allah Azza wa Jal is a reality. In fact, in other places in the Quran, he did talk about that. Among the signs of Allah Azza wa Jal is the differences between al-layl al-layl wa nahar means the rotation, the rotation of night and day. When this rotation takes place, this is one of the signs of Allah Azza wa Jal. Here, Allah Azza wa Jal is making it as an oath. I swear by the night and the day. So take note, take note that the one, if you see this rotation between night and day, you should understand that there is a power behind that. This cannot be by itself. If the night was a creation of its own, then it could have stayed as long as it wants. If the day was a creation of its own, then it would have stayed as long as it wants. But because the night and the day are the creation of someone else, therefore they have to follow the same orbit. They keep rotating, keep rotating. They cannot change forever and ever and ever. The night followed by the day, the night followed by the day, the day followed by the night, and so on. They have no choice absolutely whatsoever to change this rotation, meaning that the, there is a very solid idea and concept behind this, that there is a creator, there is someone who made all of this rotation. So that is part of the aqidah as well. The third indication, the third indication which comes from the, the, the next two ayat, is that the night and the day, they differ, because here Allah is giving this, this is a night, this is a day. There is a difference in the roles. The role of the night is different than the role of the day. The function you do at night is different than the function you do during the day. And Allah hinted about this in Surah An-Naba, Surah Amma Yitasa'iloon, where he says about the, 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 uh, at the night you have the time to sleep. Uh, at the time during the day you have a time to work. Uh, in, the, in Surah Al-Muzzammil, he talked to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, إِنَّ لَكَ فِي النَّهَارِ سَبْحًا طَوِيلًا 
during the day you walk, you, you, you float during the day and you do all types of da'wah. And at night you come and read the Quran. And then he said, Inna wa So the, the, during the night, the night is so heavy, the night is, gives you the sleepness, so that it's, it's a bit heavy on you. So take care during the night and read the Quran and be prepared so that during the day you can do the da'wah. So we know that. We know that as people and Allah Azza wa Jal gives this also in the Quran in many other places. So إِذَا يَغْشَى وَالنَّهَارِ إِذَا تَجَلَّى It is a notion, it's a swear by Allah Azza wa Jal by one of his creation. It is uh, drawing our attention to the fact that the night, although it has darkness and it covers all things which you could see, it will not last for long and the day will come out, so it's a comfort. And it is uh, uh, drawing our attention to the fact that Allah Azza wa Jal, there is a creator behind this universe, behind the night and behind the day. And then when he says the next one, وَمَا خَلَقَ الذَّكَرَ وَالْأُنْثَى وَمَا خَلَقَ الذَّكَرَ وَالْأُنْثَى And out of this universe, talking about night and day, he immediately shifts to talk about male and female. And not far away from what we talked about uh, in Surah At-Takweer, where he spoke about the plight of the woman from the time she is born. Coming back one more time, that al-dhakar wal-untha, male and female, those are the creation of Allah Azza wa Jal as much as the creation of the night and the day. Each one has his own function. Each one has his own uh, uh, relevance. Allah Azza wa Jal did create the male and did create the female. It's his creation. So you cannot take the fact that this is a female, she is a weak, you take it against her. You can't do that. This is the creation of Allah Azza wa Jal. Inna sa'yakum lashatta. Sa'yakum your work and your works diverse. You have differences in your works in as-sa'i. As-sa'i means your uh, uh, your work, your labor, uh, your uh, endeavor to achieve things, uh, your activities, your functions, all of this is a sai. My sai is my functions, my activities, my behavior, my work, my labor, all of this. Allah Azza wa Jal is saying, الذكر والأنثى, الذكر والأنثى that Allah created, وَمَا خَلَقَ الذكر والأنثى, and the one who created الذكر والأنثى, then he makes a decision, a, a decisive statement, your labor, your work, your behavior, your functions, your roles are different. They differ. Just like the day and the night differ. He doesn't put it, this is like that, but then this is how you get it when he's saying, al-layl and al-nahar, the light and the day. On one side, this is universe. On the people, on the people, al-dhakar wal-untha. Al-dhakar wal-untha, they belong to the same, to the same entity to the same kind as much as the night and the day belong to the same kind. The night and the day belong to the kind of time. The night and the day, these are two branches of time. There are two views of the, the time you view it as night and day. And the dhakar and the untha, the male and the female, they are two branches of the same kind, which is the human. So they both belong to the same soul, to the same nafs, as Allah and in the other uh, ayah talk about خَلَقَ مِنْهَا زَوْجَهَا about the nafs, Allah created the nafs and then he created out of this nafs its mate. So al-dhakar wal-untha, those are two, this is two views of the same kind. One kind from one side, it is night, from the other side it's a day. The human, from one side it's the male, from the other side it's the female. So it's male and female, they belong to the same kind and they are the creation of Allah Azza wa Jal. However, 
Although they belong to the same kind, but their works is different. So those people who would come and say, oh, the oh, male and female, they have to be the same. No, they are not the same. They are the same in the sense that they belong to the same race, to the same kind. But then the activities and the behavior and the functions are different. This, the the sa'i, the functions, the functionalities, the function of the woman, or the woman or the female has functions, different or some functions which are different from the functions of the man. Just like the day and the night. The day is not better than, than the night or the night is better than the day. Those are both belong to the same to the same kind which is time and the same thing male and female they belong to the same thing which is a human but this one carries a certain function this one carries a different function this one carries uh, the, the babies within the womb this one does not carry babies within, within the womb this one acts as a mother this one acts as a father the father has a responsibility the woman has a different responsibility so there are different responsibilities different functions in front of in, in places which has to do as far as uh, uh, the, the uh, uh, prospects in front of Allah Azza wa Jal, Allah defines this father, this father although, although the work can be different, but the criteria of accepting the work, the criteria of measuring the performance, whether this is good or bad, the criteria of evaluating whether this is acceptable or not, comes in whoever whether it's now the male and the female this is a statement Allah created the male and the female and your acts your works can be different it's as diverse as the functionalities and the functionalities of the night and the day at the night you sleep at the night you, uh, you rest, at the night you read the Qur'an, at the night you prepare yourself for the next day, at the night you make all types of your homeworks, at the time you, you, uh, you have your reflections on many ideas, during the day you go and perform all these things and you get labor, you get sweat, you get all types of, uh, uh, of difficulties. Now, the same thing. Men and women, they have all types of activities that they are res responsible for. But at the end of the day, what counts, what counts is how Allah is going to accept my work or my wife's work, my work or my mother's work, my work or my sister's work. Because that's the male and the female. Ah, this is how it goes. The Quran does not leave us in a limbo for a long time. Immediately says, and with the word if, when it says, it is... It's a conjunction in the Arabic language that immediately follows. There are conjunctions which use fa or wa or thumma. Thumma is too long. Wa, there is some separation. Fa, fa'amma means immediately don't wait too long before you understand the next concept. Immedi these things go hand in hand. Fa'amma man a'ta wa taqa. But as the one who gives and pays, pays whatever now, pays what, we will, we will, it doesn't say here, just says pay. You give, whoever gives, what taqa, taqa, he has the taqwa. And the taqwa, we talked about that in different occasions here, it taqa, he does not even say taqa whom. In the Quran it says it taqullah in other places. Have taqwa for Allah Azza wa Jal. Uh, in hadith, the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says it taqullah. 
have taqwa or taqi means beware of, be careful of an-nar, jahannam. Here it says, a'ta wa taqa. Anyone who gives and has taqwa. Has taqwa for what? Although it's left undetermined, but it comes later in, in, the, in, the, in the surah and uh, after that. But the keeping it in this generality, it allows the person to start thinking and building his images and building thoughts of what is it that Allah wants. Allah wants to create this value, value of to be able to give. Because the more you are free from constraints that constrain you from giving, the more your value is, the, this value of generosity is become, becomes a, a good value. So this is a notion here. Allah could have told us, oh, man a'ta malan, who gives money. Of course, it's, you have to give some money, you have to give advice, you have to give your uh, part of your time, you have to give uh, part of your uh, of whatever you have accumulated or got in order for people to survive and to, to help. There are all types of things that you can give. But it is the notion, the notion that it's not that I am consuming. This the notion of consuming. It's a very bad notion. When the society or the human turns into a consuming machine, that's very bad. Number one, everybody becomes greedy and selfish. That's selfishness and the greed. Allah Azza wa Jal does not want to promote the value of selfishness and the greed. Number two, this becomes lack of productivity. If you keep consuming, consuming, who's going to produce? So Allah, but if you are giving, so you better produce in order to give. So Allah Azza wa wants to promote this value among the society, among the Ummah, among the Muslims who are still being uh, uh, trained and tutored day by day. Anyone who is in the habit of giving, and he, has, he becomes in the habit and the attitude of having this taqwa. And the taqwa in its generality means you have always to be aware. Never think that whatever you do goes unwatched. That's the, 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 the most general meaning of taqwa. If I am sitting here, I am talking. Don't think that what you are talking here is unwatched or as unheard or not being observed. You have to be aware. You have to be aware of what you say. You have to be aware of what you do. You have to be aware of what uh, you conspire behind the scenes. You, have, you must have this awareness, this bewareness, part of your attitude, part of your mentality, part of your thought process. You have to build this. And then, of course, once you build this taqwa issue, you have to understand that the one who deserves to be watched for is Allah Azza wa Jal. Is Allah Azza wa Jal. You have the taqwa for Allah. But the people in general, in general, they do have taqwa for many things. There is a person who has taqwa for the mukhabara. He's always afraid. Says, oh, there is an intelligence person who has some recording. I'm not going to say anything because they will report me. That's a taqwa. But it's a taqwa for, for an intelligence. There is someone who has a taqwa for his, let's say, for his wife. He doesn't want his wife to, to catch him talking something that she doesn't like. Oh, be careful, I'm not, I don't want my wife to listen to this. There is someone who has the taqwa for his job. He doesn't want his bosses, his boss or his manager to hear him talking negative about the work. So each and every one develops this form of taqwa one way or another. Allah Azza wa Jal eventually wants this taqwa to be 
connected only to Allah Azza wa Jal. You have to filter all types of taqwa, all types of awareness and being aware except to Allah Azza wa Jal. But at the beginning, Allah Azza wa Jal, He wants to draw the attention that you must have this, you must be aware of the issue of the taqwa. Whether you are male or female now, going back, it doesn't matter. Male or female, and you approve of sadaqa, it's like the, uh, the, 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 uh, the, the counter word of kathab. Remember, as-sadq wal kathab, sadaq means saying the truth. Kathab means saying lying. Meaning lying. Sadaqa, sadaq is not saying the truth. Sadaq is approve of the truth. Kathab is not saying a lie. It's rejecting the truth. Takrib, a takrib to reject what, let's say if I'm saying the truth here, I say Allah Azza wa Jal says, revealing the surah says, وَاللَّيْنِ إِذَا يَغْشَى وَالنَّهَارِ إِذَا تَجَلَّى Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam brings this surah and he says Allah Azza wa Jal revealed. Here comes Umayyah bin Khalaf and says, no, 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 that's not from God. This is from a man who is teaching Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. That is takrib. That is takrib. At-tasdiq, at-tasdiq is to approve of facts. That to approve the fact, which is the, the, the opposite of takrib. So if someone like Abu Bakr, why he was called as-siddiq? Because Abu Bakr, whenever Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would say something, he would say, I approve. I make tasdiq, which means I put my stamp on it. I agree. I, I am convinced. Uh, I accept. This is tasdiq. Every time the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says something, Abu Bakr, without hesitation, he says, I admit, I agree, I accept, and I usaddiq. That's why they call him as-saddiq, because he's always doing that. Now, that characteristic should not be only to Abu Bakr. At-tasdiq, which is the essence of the aqidah. When we say the iman, what's iman? Al-iman is at-tasdiq. The iman, the belief, is tasdiq. Tasdiq means, I, I look at the universe, someone draws my attention to the night and to the day, Say, look, this night and the day, they cannot rotate like this unless they have limitation in their time. Unless the time, which is the, the essence of the night and the day, is limited and their age is limited and therefore they cannot be eternal. Otherwise, they would not be rotating all the time like this. When I look at this, I say, yes, that's correct. Ashhadu, I bear witness that there is a God behind this universe. This is tasdiq. This is tasdiq. So I make tasdiq that Allah Azza wa Jal is the creator. When someone draws my attention, like Allah Azza wa Jal in the Quran says, فَلْيَنْظُرُ الْإِنسَانُ خُلِقُ Let the people, let the person look at what is he made of. خُلِقَ مِنْ مَاءٍ He has been created from a gushing water. I look at this and say, subhanallah, this water would not have brought and made a human until and unless there is a design, a very strong design behind it from a God, a creator. So I make tasdiq, that's tasdiq. So a tasdiq is the beginning, is the first step in iman, is the first step in the aqidah. So Allah Azza wa says, anyone, therefore, whether male or female now, because going back to the male and female, whether male or female, be it they are different as they are, as much as the day and the night are different, as much as the males and the females are different. However, when it comes to evaluating them and they're accepting their work, whether the woman or the man, they give and they have taqwa and 
pandemic tasdeeq bil husna what is al husna al tasdeeq bil husna al husna is whatever is perfect from the word al husn or al ahsan there is ihsan ihsan means absolute perfect perfectness of statement al husna is the absolute good and the absolute good here is whatever allah azza wa jalla has left for us in the day of judgment in fact there is a hadith of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam saying al husna is al janna which is al yawm al akhir so they believe wholeheartedly absolutely with tasdeeq without any hesitation without any doubt the fact that there will be a husna now whether al husna is al janna alone or whether it is everything that's from allah azza wa everything allah azza wa made whether it's the night or the day whether it's the creation of man or male and female whether it's the creation of this day this life and the hereafter whether it's the creation of the universe whether it's the the the, the uh, reward that he is keeping for us for those who, who believe in allah everything allah is created is al-husna whatever is from allah is al-husna al-husna means the absolute perfect so people he says male and female those who give and those who have taqwa and those who tas- make tasdeeq with the husna they have tasdeeq with this absolute perfectness of Allah جل, whatever Allah جل, then they will be rewarded accordingly how Allah will reward them in many different ways but in this ayah he says I will make his path very easy نيسر, نيسر means I will make it easy Al-Yusra, I will make it easy for him to follow an easy path. Nuyassir lil-Yusra, like in Surah Al-Sharh. Inna ma'al usri yusra, inna ma'al usri yusra. Yusr means smooth, means nice, means uh, without turbulence. Uh, when you fly in the, in the uh, in a plane and then the, the captain starts saying there's turbulences, so you start fastening your belt and then shaking, that's not Yusr. Al-Yusr, when the ride is smooth, the flight is smooth, the path is, is smooth, your life is smooth, you don't have difficulties, you don't have problems, you don't have illnesses of the society, you don't have, you are not going to encounter difficulties in this life and in the hereafter. So if, now that's an ocean here, because the people, they were tortured already, like we said, Bilal was being tortured, Ammar was being tortured. Yasser was being stabbed to death. Sumayya was being stabbed to death and so on. So it was not easy. But then Allah is making this promise. The promise that at the end of the day, when this deen completes, when this Islam takes its path, Allah will enable. That's another notion. Because we started with this Ah, oh, this layl, this night is not going to last, I will have a day. And I will be freed at the end of the day and I will be good. Here Allah is promising, I will make it smooth for you. Just you stick to at tasdeeq bil husna, stick to a'ta wa taqa, make sure you fulfill that, and then the rest is on me. Allah says, the rest is on me, I will make your path smooth. I will smoothen your path for you. I will uh, resolve those difficulties. I will mitigate all of these issues that you suffer from. I will take care of them. Just like when he says, I will take care of the kuffar, of the deniers, of the mukaddibin, I will take care of this. And that's another comfort for me. So for me, 
I say, okay, if I believe in Allah Azza wa Jal, if I am in the habit of now, I know I want to give out of my time. I want to give out of my energy. I want to give out of my effort. I don't want to spare anything. I'm not going to be bakhil, mean, miser. I will be absolutely given to Allah Azza wa Jal. I will have, I will be watchful all the time to Allah Azza wa Jal. I believe in everything Allah Azza wa Jal says. Al-Husna, whatever Allah says, I believe in it. I am going to believe in all of this and then the promise of Allah Azza wa Jal, He will take care of my path. He will smoothen my path. He will open the road for me and He will make things, He will make sure that the, my path will be smooth and therefore I will make it. And that's, that's a comfort because what type of comfort I get or I have when I carry the da'wah in Mecca with all the elites, the kuffar, just like monsters trying to beat and, 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 and kill everyone when they are trying to stop and block the path of everyone what type of smooth path I have? I don't see any, uh, anything in front of me that's, that's colorful or that's bright or that's lightful. What, the same thing today. When I know that there is a revolution going on in Syria, some Muslims, they say, we have man la ghirak, ya Allah, we have none but you, Allah, Azza wa Jal. And then comes Obama, and comes uh, John Kerry, and comes everybody, and Russia, and France. They go to Syria, they, I mean to, to Jordan, to Egypt, to other places. We will not allow them. We will not, there is no way we can allow Muslims to, take, uh, to, have, to have it their way. The, the, the path seems to be blocked. The path is blocked. They are blocking the path. They are conspiring. They are doing all of this. Then what comfort do I have among all of these conspiracies against me? Except something here when Allah Azza wa Jal comes and says, If you give to Allah Azza wa Jal all your nafs, all your money, all your wealth, all your time, and devote it to Allah and only Allah, and have tasdiq bil husna all the time, I will give you the path. No one can break this path of the NATO and the Security Council and all of these garbage things in, in Syria. No one. It's absolutely beyond the, the, the imagination of individuals. But Allah Azza wa is telling you, I will do it. We will open, we will make that path smooth. That is not something way different from what was happening in Mecca. What was happening in Mecca is even worse. Here Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has no support whatsoever. The Muslims have no support whatsoever. Bilal was being dragged to the desert. He was being tortured. It was absolutely, absolutely awful. It was not easy. How is it that you could get away from this atrocities committed by Quraysh? Quraysh was, was worse than Bashar al-Assad. They were worse than the NATO. They were, and they had the power. And then Abu Bakr or Bilal, or Suhaib, or Ammar, how could they even think that it's possible to have a smooth path? Allah Azza wa Jal in this surah, He is giving that after giving them This layl that's taking over will, be, will, 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 will run away, will get, will get out of the way. And the day will come, and the bright day will come. And then, فَسَنُيَسِّرُهُ لِلْيُسْرَى then al-yusra will be uh, uh, provided by Allah Azza wa Jal. That is the first side. Whether man or woman, male or female is irrelevant. What counts at the end of the day, it's not 
what you do as a mother or what you do as a father, what counts is whether you adhere to whatever Allah Azza wa Jal says. Whether you give in the cause of Allah Azza wa Jal, whether you have taqwa for Allah Azza wa Jal, whether you have tasdiq on what Allah Azza wa Jal says, then the reward will be that I will make your path smooth. All the way. Without any limitation, in the, as in the tafsir it says, this taysir lil-yusra goes all the way until the jannah. I need my path to be open all the way. This life, all the way until I meet Allah Azza wa Jal in the jannah. So that's a taysir lil-yusra is not only in this world to say, oh, I'm going to get lots of money or rizq. That's not it. It's a taysir means your path will be smooth, Allah Azza wa will open the path for you, will remove the blocks, will help you in all of this endeavor to get uh, uh, wherever Islam is taking you. Plus, when you meet Allah Azza wa in fact that's the, the, the uh, next few ayat will shed light on this, that it's going to be also part of this taysir, part of the yusra is to go to the uh, uh, hereafter. And uh, uh, what time is Maghrib? 7.25 and now it's 7.13 yeah. okay so I'll stop right here and we'll uh, have some entertain some questions and comments so we can uh, uh, prepare for uh, for Maghrib inshallah but we'll let's open the floor for questions next time I will uh, continue from the uh, from ayah number 8 uh, and so on any questions any comments yes go ahead Okay, no. No, taqwa is not fear. Fear is khawf or khashya. Taqwa is come, comes from the word uh, waqa. Waqa or yaqi or wiqaya means to be, to be aware and to avoid. Let's say if you are walking and then there is a hole in front of you, I say, ittaqi. Ittaqi means go aside and don't fall on the path. So a taqwa beware of and avoid falling in something that is uh, that is harmful or wrong in general. But then the taqwa ittaqillah ittaqi means beware and avoid the fact that Allah Azza wa Jal shall not catch you in a position where Allah Azza wa Jal is angry or doesn't like it. Two different words, two different words, two different words, two different roots. yes. The root is waqa. Yeah. And the uh, masdar or called the derivative wiqai, wiqaya. Wiqaya means uh, they say, in fact, there is this st- statement in Arabic dirham wiqaya khayrun min kantari ilaj. It's a dirham of protection. It's like protection is better than uh, a ton of, uh, of treatment. Okay, yes, go ahead. Al husna, it's uh, the word, it's a derivative from the word hasan or ihsan. Husna means the best in, in language. The best. The best or the most perfect. That's what, which is absolutely the best. Now, in, in this context, there is uh, hadiths and narrations of the Sahaba and statement. Some would say al-husna, in this case, is al-jannah. Some will say Al-Husna is Al-Islam. 
uh, Al-Husna is La ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah and Al-Qurtubi he says actually it's all of them which means it is La ilaha illallah which is the best it is Al-Jannah which is the best it is the creation of Allah Azza wa Jal which is the best so Al-Husna is the most perfect thing and the most perfect is whatever Allah Azza wa Jal provides right I mean to say it's the most perfect absolute perfect it's the thing that comes from Allah Azza wa Jal no Saddaqa is not the charity Saddaqa means is believe in believe in from tasdiq tasdiq not sadaqa sadaqa is charity here sadaqa sadaqa means i believe in al-husna believe with certainty here sadaqa believe with certainty tasdiq okay yes Well, the ayah, these two ayahs, they come next to each other. It says, by the night and by the day, and then immediately says, the male and the female. That, okay, now the connection, it says, Allah is swearing by the night and by the day. Then he says, and the creation of the man or the male and the female. So the connection between these is that the night and the day, they belong to the same kind which is time, right? Time is composed of these two. The time is with the rotation of, uh, of the earth around itself. You get the night and the day. So that's how the, the time is divided into two portions. Just like the human, the humankind, the insan, the insan has two, two types. One type is the male and one type is the female. So males and females should not be looked at as different species, should not be utilized in a manner as they do it in this country and in many other places for discrimination because they belong to the same kind which Allah Azza wa Jal created just like he created the night and the day he created male and female so he made two different brands of the same kind this is one the second notion is which is says inna sa'yakum lashatta your acts and your work and your responsibilities and your endeavors are diverse so the male and the female have diverse, diverse actions and responsibilities and performances. In the same manner as the night and the day have different responsibilities and roles. Like the role of the night is different than the role of the day. There are different roles. Some of them are similar, but some roles are different. So in this notion here, we are bringing this for the, especially for those people who try to, to put... The, uh, the so-called the feminist movements or the male versus female, that all of uh, the absolute equality. The equality is in terms of responsibility in front of Allah Azza wa Jal, which comes, but not in terms of functions and, 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 and roles. The functions and roles are diverse. Your functions and roles are diverse. This is a statement of fact. It's a fact. That's what Allah Azza wa Jal says, and it's a fact. In the same manner as the night and the day are two different species, although they belong to the same thing which is called time, but they are different. The night is different from the day. Now as when the night starts dragging on, we'll say, oh, it's becoming late, let's go and sleep. That's natural. We're not going to say, 
or the night is coming, so who, who cares? We don't say that. People don't say that unless you have a specific type of function that you need to stay up all night, then you stay up all night. But typically, these are different, uh, different roles. Yes, just like a balance. Good, yes, correct. Any other question, comment? Wrong once, wrong twice. You're sold. Okay. Jazakumullah khair. We'll be uh, ready for Maghrib in a few minutes. Those who want to make wudu. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Next time, again, we will do use this time after Asr from 6 o'clock until Maghrib uh, until time changes again. InshaAllah. Assalamu alaikum. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran tafsir, and Sira are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe, share, and tell a friend about islampodcasts.com.